0: I want to talk about fear. This is not a technical episode. It's one about the energy that exists in our industry and how it absolutely drives behavior. My name is Yafa Sakeja. I'm the CEO of Beneplan. Let's talk about fear. Ever since I started in this business, I've noticed that so many parties are operating in our industry from a position of fear. What do I mean by that? Brokers, Brokers that are hunting for business, are hoping not to lose their group to another broker looking to save money, they have fear. They have fear of losing their group and fear of losing their livelihood. Insurance companies. Insurance companies sometimes operate from a position of fear. They're scared of brokers. They're scared of plan sponsors. They think that we're all out to get them. Have you ever heard that expression, You know, don't be scared of the bee? The bee is more scared of you than you are of it. I find that's often the case with carriers. Um, not all carriers, but I have seen the behavior where they're worried that we're all trying to take advantage of them and they're going to be losing. Plan sponsors or customers. Customers also have fear. They have fear of being taken advantage of. They have fear of being lied to. They have fear of paying too much. They have fear that their employees will be upset. And so what I want you to get from this episode is understanding that. This might be driving a lot of the behavior which drives emails, which drives decisions that affect your business. And how you can change your energy and flip it around to operate from a position of abundance. And I know, you know, abundance is an airy, fairy word. You hear it a lot in kind of like the new age circles. But I've actually seen in our business brokers that operate from a position of, hey, there's so much business in the world. I really don't need to be desperate. I don't need to stoop. I don't need to beg. Um, carriers that work that way, and even clients that work that way, you, you flip the script, you turn everything upside down, and you change the way that you do business from a positive perspective. So I want to give you three examples of how I've seen operating from a position in an energy of abundance reward brokers. First, I want to talk about insurance carriers operating from fear. And here's an example. We, there is lots of channel conflict that exists in the insurance market. When I say channel conflict, I mean insurance companies sell through brokers. You might be a broker. Insurance companies also might sell through brokers that work for them. These are called captive agents or direct agents. Um, Insurance companies also sell through other types of intermediaries, such as MGAs, those are managing general agents, TPAs, a third-party administrator like us at Ben & Plan, um, or other types of Scenarios. I mean, sometimes they're creative about things. Maybe they're selling through a software partner. But really, in terms of distribution, I think every distribution partner is a channel. And with channel conflict, you have a client or a prospect who's talking to more than one channel at the same time. But if the risk is a, being underwritten by the same source, so if that insurance company is selling through the broker um, and also selling through an MGA or selling through their direct channel. That causes channel conflict. So we see this happen all the time when our brokers are trying to sell a deal and also one of the insurance companies, house brokers, is trying to sell a deal. And sometimes the insurance company really doesn't like that an outside broker is going to come in and take their business because they think, well, my captive broker um, who works for me is more profitable to me because, A, I get to dictate how much they make and earn. B, I get to control what product is on the shelf. Um, and see, like for an, an overall control perspective, I like that I have more control. But ultimately, that comes from a position of fear, fear that working with an outside broker is not going to be more profitable than your inside broker. And so I actually recently saw a broker do this with success. There was some channel conflict with a a carrier that they were working with, and the carrier was telling that broker, we actually don't want to quote the business through you because you're an outside broker. We've got an inside captive broker who works for us working on the deal, and why would we give that up? That outside broker was successful in getting that quote over to them because they convinced the insurance company... Um, that there is more abundance with that broker. So they said, hey, you know, in the last X years, I've given you this much opportunity to bid on business. So they actually kept track of how much premiums they asked them to quote. And then how much they've closed. They said, you know, I've closed this much money with you. How much has your captive agent closed? And I know statistically, personally from experience, that captive agents are typically not closing as much or the deal volume that outside brokers are closing. that insurance company said, okay, I do see how actually your closing ratio is higher than normal. And you do admittedly bring in more business than the average captive agent. So again, that, you know, you're turning um, fear mentality, you know, they're not going to come and say, well, we're scared, but you're turning the mentality of fear into the mentality of abundance, whereby you're saying, you're actually going to earn a lot more money through me than elsewhere. And so they were successful in getting that overturned. That's number one. Um, The next type of fear I want to talk about is fear within the broker channel themselves. So oftentimes, if you're getting a letter from your client showing an LOA, a letter of authority, or an AOR, an agent of record letter, you're definitely scared and worried. And I've certainly felt this way myself, or I've been scared that we're going to lose that piece of business, which ultimately impacts our livelihood and my team's livelihood. But if we're operating from a position of fear, what are some of the behaviors we do? We might Um, not respond right away. We might call the client in a panic. We might try to talk to as many people at the client as possible. Um, We might try to do some digging online. Maybe we'll Google them. And that's all fine to do. But it's also really important to remember what message you're sending. If you're sending the message to the client that you're scared of losing the business, clients pick up on that. And I've heard prospects say through the broker, um, you know, our broker, we never hear from them. And all of a sudden, just because we sent them this letter, now they're all over us and they can talk about saving money. Well, where were you? Why weren't you proactive in saving us money before? So, putting that aside, assuming that you're always proactive and trying to save them money and always talking to them, you know, keeping in t- contact once a month, once a quarter at minimum, um, you know, acting like everything's normal, setter, setter is paribus, business as usual, all good. We get these requests all the time, we understand. Um, Here's the information you're looking for. And, you know, the funny thing about having a good reputation in this business, you know, Canadian business is so small. It is like a village, it's like a hamlet. Your name does spread. Um, And if you're able to work in a professional manner with the other broker, it is possible that that other broker one day might have a prospect that they don't want or something that they couldn't close. Or they've moved companies and now they're actually working at a partner of yours that you want to do business with. And so no matter who you're dealing with, even if you're scared of losing that livelihood to them, it's really important to operate from the position of abundance. Like, I'm confident. I have self-respect. I can get as much business as I want. Because that energy is going to show off. And if if you're in this business for the long run, I have seen other brokers in the past refer prospects away because A... They couldn't handle it. Maybe their age or their lifestyle um, was a certain way. They were comfortable where they were and they just didn't want to take on more work. B, maybe it was a size of group that they can't handle, either too small or too large. C, in a jurisdiction that they are not able to support, maybe it's cross-border and they have no clue how to support a cross-border client, and maybe you do. I mean, theres I could rattle off 10 different reasons, but I think it is important to look at other brokers not as threats primarily, but as other people just doing their jobs and maybe people where you can unlock new revenue from one day. Finally, the client or the prospect how they have fear and how you can turn that energy into a positive energy. So clients have fear that insurance brokers are trying to take as much money as possible and make out like bandits in the night. They're also scared that insurance brokers are going to take their data and do something malicious with them. So a lot of that energy comes from a reason. First of all, if you're feeling that that's what your prospect is giving you, like those are the vibes you're picking up, Understand, first of all, that there's a reason why they feel that way. It's possible that they have been hurt in the past. It's possible that they have had a really bad experience that happened to somebody else that they know, that they trust. And so don't discount that energy. I hear brokers all the time complaining about their customers or their prospects. I hear them saying, oh, this woman is difficult to deal with. This man, you can tell, He's really, really upset and angry all the time. And so I see brokers trying to actually put the blame on the client for acting that way. That's the wrong strategy. The right strategy is to have empathy and to say, okay, somebody has hurt this person (laughs) in their lives. It's my job to give them a happy, safe home for the rest of their career when it comes to benefits. So I'm going to do everything possible to build trust. If they're Hesitant. Like I see this all the time where brokers say, we need three years of premium history and three years of rate history to quote your plan. And the client's like, no way, you're not getting my rate history. Well, it's because they're scared that we're just going to undercut their rates by 10% and then absolutely slam them at renewal. So instead of saying, well, absolutely not, we can't work with you. Sorry, this case is closed. Or, you know, hey, everybody else does it. Why are you not giving it to us? You know, you can say something like, We completely understand. Um, we know that there are other companies in the market that have that practice. We don't, but why don't we do this? Let's work with the data that you've got. Let's come back with an analysis to show how we can save you money. Even if it's not perfect, we'll give you a quote for illustrative purposes only. And then from there you can make a decision. So I see brokers that sell beneplan use the strategy all the time. We say to them, just give us what you've got. We'll send you back a report, and even if that report is not perfect, even if you can't bind risk, it's still a starting point for discussion. After we've sent that report out, I absolutely see prospects sending the premium and rate history over because you know a lot of that fear has been broken. Um, you know, Other types of fear is data. What do you do with my data? So building trust happens step by step, but you want to show proof points. You can't just say someone, don't worry, trust me. Um, you've got to show them evidence reasons to believe so a reason to believe might be well our servers are located in canada we don't have any information that's located in the us and here's example of it like we're on the amazon you know web services cloud if that's a little bit too advanced or complex you can say well here are some of the internal practices that we use for example we'll never sell your data we will never spam your members um, you know giving them little proof points like that or even giving them statistics like. Um, 95% of our customers always renew. And by the way, I have seen brokers give their client, their prospect, their entire block of business to call. So they've literally handed them a piece of paper with 50 people on there. And they've said, this is my entire block of business. Call anybody you like. And see that like, People that come from a position of fear would never hand their block of business over, but if you come from a position of abundance, you know that you've got nothing to worry about. So I hope those three examples have helped. Um, If you have any feedback, please feel free to reach out, benaplan.ca, or on social at benaplan.ca. Thanks for listening.